All right. Well, um, we're back. Uh, the four of you find yourselves back in Destiny Agonor's cottage. The queen's presence vanishes from her. Her eyes reforming to their their milky white. Destiny says, "Whoa, that was a trip. I'm gonna need a drink." The queen's final words echo in your minds. She says, "Good luck in there." Rick hears a little something extra privately from the queen. Then I'm gonna text to him. Oh shit. This time some feud with the Seely Courts and my Feywild bores me. I would have the Castle Whitespire as my own Shadowfell getaway. Get your hands on the skeleton key, and I will do the rest. That's where we're at. So, uh, did did the queen with this message was that like it wasn't audible? It was like talking to my inside yeah, my the head. Yeah, she's kind of been like talking to your guys' heads, like okay. yeah. So. So we're back in, is it Nightstone? Yeah, you're in Nightstone, yep. Okay. Remind me again why that group of people left the castle to begin with. They got attacked, but by who? Do we know by who? Yeah, so when the, uh, so they're, the, they, had, they were in a castle that was called White Spire. And, and that was, so the Shadowfell and the Feywild, they are like reflections of the regular material plane. So where you might have a, um, and the, the Shadowfell is kind of like a gloomy and desolate place um, and dangerous too. So where, where you might have a regular keep in the real world in the Shadowfell, that might be like ruins or like an evil person's castle or something. And then the Feywild, it'd be something fanciful, like a treehouse or something like that. When the giants came and took the Nightstone, for whatever reason that they wanted it, they took it. That made it, then that made the, the white spire, which was like this, what the castle was named after, is like its own kind of white obelisk in the middle of the castle. That vanished, and that had been protecting the castle from the Shadowfell, which is really dangerous. So these are like normal people that were hanging out in this castle keep, kind of up in the mountains. And when that white spire vanished and the protective aura with it, like immediately, the town was like under siege by whatever. Nasty monsters are in the, are in the Shadowfell. And so they fled out of the sewers. The sewers led to like a river that led to the swamp. I immediately start packing a pipe of Pappy's right. secret stash. And I, I kind of like offer some papers and some tobacco to, to the other people because that experience was, uh, the storytelling was a bit much. And uh, I feel overwhelmed from what we just got hit with. Um, I think Rick Rick would like absentmindedly uh, like turn to to the tobacco. So, oh, thanks, but uh, I, I don't smoke. <laughs> and he just kind of goes back to like kind of glazed over. I'll take this. That was good. Yeah, that was kind of a lot, guys. Yeah, I start rolling, but I also. Ask Destiny. I'll I'll have whatever you're having. <laughs> yeah, you look at the table that she did that line off of, and there's like maybe like a tiny little residue left, but she she got most of it. Oh, I meant like the drink because she said, "Whoa, I need a drink." Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "What well, do you guys want to like go to? The, do you want to go again for like it's like brunch? We can get like bloody or something." I'm in. Yeah. I'm more of a mimosa girl. (laughs) 
speaker or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm okay. Good. Cool. After I take uh, a big drag off of my pipe, bloody sounds fine. What's a bloody? <laughs> <laughs> and Rick's just, uh, yeah, whatever Destiny wants, I'm in. Now the map change. This is the end. Still kind of in the state of destruction. Not a lot of time has passed, actually, since the milestone was stolen. It's only in, in real time. It's been probably a couple weeks, I think, a few weeks. Um, so things are kind of still in disarray, but there's uh, Torum. Our boy Torum is keeping bar. Uh, Morak, the dwarf who owns this place, is absent for whatever reason. Um, and there's kind of people milling about. There's a brunch fair going that Torum's struggling to put together. Did the Dark Queen ask us to do something in that other realm? No. But, but she suggested that we would go there for some reason. At the yeah. end when she said, Pass your bag, pack your bags. What's, what's that? Didn't she say that we would pack our bags? So she suggested we would go somewhere. Uh, I don't think she showing us that. Gave, gave you guys any direction. She said, good luck, good luck in there. She kind of assumed you would go. Um, but uh, you don't have to. So we know that if we go through this, the sewers, we could get to the swamp. So yeah, so this, it's a good question. The swamp is in. Hang on a second. Let me get this thing on. I mean, I think if we want to go to that realm, I think the first place to start exploring is where the nightstone was, because that would connect us to the white spire, and that would connect us to that world. So I would suggest that if we want to go, we'd explore that first. I assume Rick wants to go. <clears throat> uh, this is Bazell's internal dialogue now, where she thinks that Rick wants to go because he wants to figure out the Nightstone stuff. So all of us had the this vision um, of the swamp. Yeah, you all are aware. So everything we talked about over the past like three sessions, we built that that area together you guys know all of it because okay that okay. was the queen telling you the story okay got it i think we should uh go explore where the nightstone was i think if i can bring those people back home and uh the nightstone back to here that my name will spread far and wide i uh, i agree with Pazell. yeah you could probably get a lot of people in that book of yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> the book of faces. I'll help you on that. Well, I'm very, I would be very intrigued. So I would definitely be up for going. Bazell orders a mimosa. Rick walks up to Torum like, oh, uh, do, you, do you work here now, Tor Torum? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mora just like left this morning. Um, he said something he was worried about. Alara, he didn't know where she went. Um, so he, he kind of just took off. He said that I could run the bar. Oh, um, well, I don't really drink, but um, my friend, my really nice friend, Destiny back there, uh, she mentioned something about bloodies or the bloodies. Did can you bring us around? A Is that what the people say? A round of that? <laughs> Sorry, I. I don't do this much, but yeah, he, he says to work. Um, here, I'll, I'll roll for his uh, the quality of his, his bloody Marys. 
the, the bloodiest. Okay. <laughs> Serviceable. You got a 13. They're like just a little extra, a little heavy on the tomato flavor. But uh, he's got like cool, like, you know, he put some sticks on there with some pickled stuff and a slice of bacon. <laughs> bacon. Yeah. The Worcestershire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I walk back and uh, acting pretty confidently because Torum didn't really correct me. And I'm like, all right, I got us around of the bloodies, like you said, Destiny. Exactly what you said. Thanks. Thanks, honey. So what are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to go there? Yeah, I think it's really dangerous. Fortune favors the bold, Destiny. Remember that one day you met me. And I told you that fortune favors the bold. And Vizelle picks up her mimosa and pounds it, and then walks out to go explore where the Nightstone was, <laughs> leaving Destiny her tab. <laughs> Destiny takes a sip of her bloody and goes uh, to the guys. She's kind of weird, right? Yeah, no, she. I don't. I don't know that I can really speak to this, but um, yeah, you know, not not the usual type I'm accustomed to, but she's are weird. <laughs> She's our weird. Think she likes me. Like, are we cool? Um, again, I don't know that I'm the best at reading scenarios, but I think she really likes you. Great, like I don't have a lot of so you know. So Qu Quill just Quill just continues to hit his pipe really hard, <laughs> <laughs> and just. <laughs> Just when when the question is asked about like or when when the comment is made, she's kind of weird. I just take a really hard hit and I just sit back and I grab my drink and I I start drinking before I exhale. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just I, I let it I let it out right when uh right when he says um do you think she likes me? And I kind of cough, laugh, like, <laughs> and then I just shake my head and I, I sit silently to myself. I kind of grin and like hold out my hand to see if you'd pass me your pipe. <laughs> and I immediately do. I, <laughs> I immediately do. Yeah. And then, and then as I pass it, I say, well, destiny, I like you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah me too. Sure. And then I take and, a big and, puff. And then I say, I'm pretty sure that we are gonna go there. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, there's stuff to do. It sounds like. Yeah, kind of a powder tank, right? Yeah. Seems like that's what we do. They don't call me danger Rick for nothing, and then I take a big swig of the mimosa and then I'm just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> What is this? Oh, that's horrible. She says, Danger's your first name? Uh, yeah. Danger Rick? Uh, <laughs> more, I guess more like Rick Danger. Okay. That's more Danger standard, Rick. Right? <laughs> like the Boy Scouts magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, that's like definitely a, a Boy Scouts. Ra Ranger movie. Rick? Ranger yeah, Rick. really close to Danger, Ranger Rick. You, which is cool. <laughs> I like it. I'll see what the experts think about it next time I'm on TikTok. I forgot fucking TikTok. 
<laughs> oh my god. Giselle, what are you what, what are you doing outside? Uh, I'm just uh, examining where the nightstone was. Okay. Um, and I am looking for a connection between it and the white spire to try to see if there's a way from this world to there through that connection. Through actually where the nightstone once stood, that little, that hole in the middle of the town square. Right, because there should be an equivalent spot. Based on how I think it works, there should be an equivalent spot where the white spire once stood. Yeah. In the same spot at a different realm. Um, and I, I guess, let me see if I have like a detect magic. I don't think I took it, but let me. You guys were six, right? Yep. Yep. Did really get anything sweet at six? I don't know. I don't even know. I got a second attack. Oh, well, that's big. That's huge. Oh, that is. I I got something that will help help with that too, which will be fun to do. Love it. I picked up a spell I could have hit earlier. But, <laughs> uh, I do not have detect magic, so this would just be a straight investigate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Give me give me an investigation check. Your question being, is there a portal here? Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, they, when they made off with the nice stone. Oh wait, died. sixteen. Sixteen. Sorry. Okay. Well actually you just everything. When they made off with the nice stone, they uh the giants, they got all of it. Um except for a few little pieces, which I believe you guys way back when collected those. That's where the obsidian came from and your uh, crafting inventory. So you don't find any any residual pieces of nightstone to really examine. You just see this hole in the ground. You don't feel particularly pulled in any direction. It's just like it's gone. Does she know where the swamp would be approximately? Yeah. In this yeah. world, based on that world? Yep. Uh, so and they, I think they, she... they traveled out of the sewers and headed north northwest, which is pretty much right where the RD forest is located. I think she would suggest that we take off that direction and start uh, there's a cave, I believe, the the spore depths. That might be a good spot. The cauldron seems like a dangerous spot to get in. But those would all be sort of places in this world. The equivalent places in this world of those spots would be places she'd want to check out to try to get herself there. Yeah, some places you've been in the Ardeep Forest. You've been in the forest itself, obviously. You've been at a, uh, like a witch's tower, like an alchemist's tower. You've been to the Dripping Caves, and then there have been some battlefields, random battlefields that you've been to. And we don't, we don't, the only other teleportation thing that we've ever encountered are those runes. We don't know anyone that would know anything about those runes that we haven't asked yet, do we? Um, I don't think you've had a person that you could really ask about that. You've, you've figured out how they work. <clears throat> and they, they're tied, they're related to a guild that Rick was familiar with because of the logo. He recognized the logo from back in his heyday with in the market. Those are the things Bizelle would want to check out next. Back in the bar, um, Destiny <laughs> has an idea. She says, you know, I, I, would, I don't know if this is related, but it just made me think of uh, there have been some TikTokers that have been doing this thing. They're calling it like the Cryptwalkers Challenge. Or the Crypt That's so old. Oh, Bazell, you're back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. 
<laughs> and it's like it's a silly thing. I don't really I don't really do the fads, but they people go to spooky places at night and they kind of just like hang out by themselves. And they, you know, of course it's TikTok, so they they're like, you know, they're taking I should, I don't know, I should I should call them videos. Sure, they're taking videos on their TikTok. And this one, one of my girls, she went to this crypt. I don't know where it was, but it was really dark in there. Um, and then she looked like she saw a ghost and she vanished. These are gone. Do you, do you know where that crypt is, Destiny? Mm-mm, I don't. But it was kind of spooky, so I thought maybe it was related. Is there a way we could watch that TikTok video? Yeah, I can pull it up. Sure. Yeah, let's check that out. We have to go back to her place, right? Because yeah. it was like the clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys walk back. She pulls up the video. You basically just see kind of how she described it. There's just there's a lady kind of destiny's age, younger, just like getting scared at stupid things by herself. And then it looks like she's in kind of like a mausoleum, like an enclosed burial place. You watch, she's just kind of chatting at the camera. It's really dark in there. It's hard to see. Uh, and then she suddenly looks really spooked out by something. And you see she reaches out to touch the screen and, and she vanishes. Um, did we recognize anything in the video where we're like, oh, maybe it's over here? Um, any, any recognizable landmarks during the video? I guess that, that's a perception check. Uh, 14. Um, it was a big, it was a big place. There were kind of some stone pillars and like red, red marble floor, I believe. I took back my pipe and I'd like to... I think this would probably be a check by her. Do do I find her attractive? Do I find this this lady attractive that what, was what, uh what type? I I I understand that close type is like just women. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I mean probably. Yeah, I think I think you would. Okay. So is she is is this a halfling or a human? She's a tiefling, actually. Oh a tiefling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Rick's eyes light up. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, it's a tiefling. Tieflings generally have high charisma, right? So, uh, I mean, I you know, Rick, just the most charismatic of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. In, okay, start to empty out my um, pipe, the the ashes onto the into an ashtray. I'm assuming there's one. In, looks like there's one at the middle of the table, and I ready myself to to go find this tiefling in distress. Does it look like where uh, that couple was buried in down the hall from where the fire guys were? Was that the marble floor? Yep, sure does. So then Bazell says, oh, I don't think that's very helpful, Destiny. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should watch some more, uh, some other stuff that's more helpful. I hear YouTube's really making a comeback. <laughs> What's YouTube? It's where you go get a tube and then you play with it by yourself. I'm up for anything. That sounds kind of dumb, though. You just don't get it. She <laughs> walks away again. Guys, I think I'm kind of hitting off of Zell. What do you think? I think so. <laughs> we're really like we're really kind of meshing on the uh, 
on the social media stuff. So this is good. Yeah, me, me and Bazell have a very similar relationship, I feel. Just full of trust. Like, I would trust her with anything. And then Rick walks out, too. And, but as I walk out, I go, thanks, bye, Destiny, and I wave, and then I keep going. Nope. Okay. See ya. I probably, assuming I didn't recognize uh, the graves and stuff in the video, do some kind of history, like, if I remember anything historically from my studies yeah. about what I see in the video. Yeah, history check. I think history or arcana are both probably relevant here. Okay. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have you have heard about this. Um, that was like, especially the, it kind of piques your memory because you saw this person doing it in real time. It looked like it looked like she found a shadow crossing, which is a one way trip from the material plane to the shadow fell. Okay. And basically, you need to satisfy three. Um, they're, they're they're kind of. They kind of come and go. They're like they're not necessarily in one place at one time. Um, but if you satisfy three criteria, you you may you may trigger one. Uh, the first is that you need to be someplace where death lingers, whether that's like a battlefield where people died, or you know obviously a graveyard. It needs to be almost completely devoid of light because the shadow fell does not respond well to light. It's a very dark place. And you need to have a reflective surface of some kind. Hmm. It could be a mirror, it could be a window, it could be like a pond. Does it have to be large or like if you were just holding a mirror, it would suffice? Or... These TikTok things, she must have had one that was that she could carry with her. Um, Destiny is like a grandfather clock. Uh, so she she had something small on her person, this this lady that vanished. A wrist grandfather clock. Yeah. So I would, I would definitely share that with everybody. Bazell's already gone, but <laughs> if Bazell, I was just contemplating heard... and thinking about the video, and I was like, "Hey guys, if Bazell would have heard that, she would have had a suggestion for a way back out of the Shadowfell when the time comes, and that would be the lighthouse, because uh, there was a ghost there. The water would be reflective." And um, presumably the light wouldn't have been turned on uh, the same way the light was turned on in this world in the Shadowfell. Mm-hmm. You're talking about coming back out? Uh, yeah, or going in, I guess. Um, yeah, what, because... what Farron remembers is that the Shadow Crossing is, is a one-way ticket from the Material Plane to the Shadowfell. And he's not... Oh, there's... But it's different to come from Shadowfell back out. It's not like the same requirements. That's Got it. Yep. It's a one-way ticket. Theron yeah. just doesn't know. Theron just what doesn't the know. Other way tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of ways Theron would know about spells. But there, there are high-level spells that he probably doesn't have access to yet, I don't think. Like um, Gate, I think is one, and like Plane Walking or something. Planar shift, whatever it's called. Spells where you can actually move yourself and sometimes I think the whole party to a different plane. 
any which way you want to go. And any plane, you could go to the Feywilds, you could go to like the Beastlands, Elysium, the Ethereal plane, whatever. So I did have an option of going like briefly into an ethereal plane, but I don't know if that would. I I don't have actually have that spell anyway, but I was just curious if I did that would. That sounds like blink. Yeah, that was that was it. I was just reading like spells I could have yeah, picked. That's a cool but... one. Um, that one, the ethereal plane is its own plane. It's different from the shadowfell and, and the material plane. It's just one of the one of them. Okay. But yeah, there are there are much higher level spells you're aware of that you just can't use yet that you can like straight up go with wherever you want, basically. Okay. Well, um assuming doing the shadow crossing, I mean, do I have a good sense that she went to the swamp? I we just see her disappear. Well, she disappeared near Nightstone. Because because well, if Bazella shared this with you guys, um, the place that you saw this video, she was in that that uh, crypt that was attached to the dripping caves. You like you went over a chasm and you discovered this kind of very lost castle behind the dripping caves. Is that where and, we found the iron workers or whatever? The still there. Yeah. So we could teleport there. You can. That's right. That'd be cool. So we'd get where the crypt would have our first criteria. We'd have to do it at night. And then do you guys have anything that would be a reflective surface? Bizelle for sure has a pocket mirror. She's got <laughs> just like There's like a 0% chance she doesn't have a reflective surface. Karen asked that question and looks over and sees that Bizelle's like grooming herself in her hand mirror. <laughs> <laughs> all right check. i, I think known. we're set yeah <laughs> all right let's teleport over there and wait till night and then venture into the crypt see if we can recreate the conditions uh as i walk away i uh, give destiny five gold pieces for our for our meal oh our drinks and everything I'm Tom, very... Tom, like, that is you guys, you guys didn't drink free here, man. That's on the house. I just get really like awkward and just leave it there, and I I leave. Okay, just leave for sure. Because I don't really, I don't really know how money works. Like that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing is that like I grew up in a reclusive like uh, community in in the middle of a the woods that didn't really use money so right, right. i i don't really understand how it works and i get very awkward about <laughs> paying so i just i like I, th I i probably like extremely overpaid but i just put i think so like, yeah i just put money down and i'm like yeah. uh <laughs> and then i like rush out i just rush out and leave i think i would probably go and get like a bottle of champagne if they said everything was on the house. <laughs> I'm just going to save this for later. <laughs> and then All right. And then I try to do a, a toast to everybody for for our next adventure. Sweet. Did we... So I have two questions, or three questions before we go. Uh, Aguar Firebrand. We never found him, right? He was yeah, the right. blacksmith in the caves. I have written down he was a bad hombre. 
Uh, he left the Guild of Artisans in disgrace, and he stole Azars. What it, what was the Azars? The fire guys? Yeah, he looked, if you pull the map up. Oh yeah, they yeah. Look, they look like dwarves. Okay. Uh, they're elemental beings. They they didn't speak any language that you guys knew. I think they're in Hyperion languages and was able to speak with them. But yeah, they they're stuck in there. There's some kind and of we thing. didn't we didn't free them, right? You couldn't. You uh, couldn't figure it out. They like were trying to tell us how to free them, but we couldn't figure out how to you, do it. They told you to seek out the Guild of Artisans if if they if they wanted if you wanted to free them. I mean, if we're on our way there, we should at least. And they were super into like good armor, mm -hmm. right? So we should bring them some sweet armor at a le at the least. And I think more importantly, should we try to free them if we're headed back to that same cave anyway? I mean, we could go find the Artisan's Guild. Do we have any leads on the Artisan's Guild? I don't think you do. There have been a couple critical failed spots along They're the way. They're the ones with that symbol I recognized, right? Yeah. 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 But we don't know who or where they are. So they're the ones that use the teleporters? Mm -hmm. They seem to be focused. I mean, it's in the name, but they, they seem to be a group of people that, that likes to craft things. Because all of their, all of these like crafting areas you've been finding have these portals in them. Where is the best armor in the city, Nightstone? Um, it kind of got picked clean when the goblins came. The general store got turned into a Trader Rose because it was trash. So that's there now. Can I ask the, what's the hippie dude's name at Trader Rose? Chaz, is that what you said? Chaz, yeah. Yeah, so I, I walk up to Chaz. I'm like, yo, Chaz, how's it hanging, bro? Oh, my God, not you guys again. God, I almost oh, Chaz, Chaz, I saved your job for you. I think you owe me you owe me one for sure. Did you swindle him the first time? <laughs> Chaz, hey, uh, if I'm looking for some like artisan level like armor, something that's as fine as me, where um where can I go to get like to talk to somebody from the artisan's guild? I assume that as like a Trader O's merchant, you know where to like get the good sourced materials, right? A guy as connected as you, Chess. Come on. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, crit 20, baby. Oh, wow. Okay. Plus, um, persuasion's going to be really good. Times. Let me see. Six. 30. I got a fucking 30. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, he kind of just he, he was rolling his eyes when you when you said uh, something something as fine as me, and then he just starts laughing. Um, he's like, "Yeah, you don't fuck it, you're all right." Uh, honestly, he doesn't know much. Um, he wouldn't know much, but he says that uh, he has seen that logo before on the shipments that come into Trader Ophelia's caravan. So it would seem that the Guild of Artisans may be the primary manufacturer for the stuff they sell at Trader Rose, but he doesn't know any contacts. He, but he doesn't know where the shipments are coming from either. We could fucking go to Waterdeep and do it that way. But that's like the shotgun approach. It's not a very precise <laughs> maneuver. I don't know. This is. I guess this has become my own personal crusade. 
I'll let somebody else drive for a second. <laughs> you are a leader, so we signed a waiver. We did sign the contract. Yeah, but we're supposed to decide as a team, unless I disagree with you, and then I just do whatever I want. So <laughs> there's a sign posted at Trader O's that says "Absolutely no haggling" and like capital. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, Charles. <laughs> Very quickly becoming a hated band of travelers. Thorum loves you guys. He's your fanboy for sure. Thorum's a good dude. Yeah. I was a fan of Alara. Alara and I were, were chill for a moment. Do we care about Alara going missing? That's the other question we should ask ourselves. I mean, I think, I don't know. Remind me uh, how and where she went missing. Oh, uh, you don't know really any details. She. Um, oh. She's just gone. Said in passing that Morak was worried about her because she left town one day. Uh, so, so yeah, more details if you um, were to ask him, maybe like a week ago. In real time, she packed up and she left town. She wanted to go train to be an acolyte, right? That was her plan. Uh, she didn't tell him any plans. She she had asked Quill about his his monastery if they were like welcoming to outsiders. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm concerned about Alara, but I don't I don't know that we have a specific like idea of where she went. Maybe we could we could guess and, and try to find her, but I feel like we could wind up chase trying to chase her down for a long time without knowing where to start. The my notes have that um Torum had asked about this song called about the lady Velrosa. I think you guys and, I think you guys solved that. He solved that puzzle. Oh he did? I that was cool. He he had mentioned that he he whistled part of a song for you. He said he couldn't remember the rest of oh, it. Oh that's right. And we finished that. That's right. My was, that's my mistake. Was, yeah. The letters for the notes correspond that's right. to the that Okay. I'm sorry. That tool crafting area. Okay. That's right. I, I made a mistake on that. I'm impressed you guys are remembering all these. I didn't do a, I didn't strike that through because I have like a bunch of side quests that I that I struck, but I didn't strike that one. So, my my mistake. I am in. I mean, I want Alara to be okay, but I also don't know where to start. I'm not trying to find her. We could go back to my home, but that would be a big. I think distraction and we don't even know if she's there. So I think we should charge ahead. Maybe tell Torum that while we're gone to go try to find her. Torum was way nervous. <laughs> Torum is not an adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that. Yeah. I was just kind of following into this bar stuff, man. This is good. This is good for me. <laughs> I can do this. Besides Morak, Morak's the boss, man. He, he told me I had to stay. As much as it pains uh, Bazel to say this, Destiny could use her social media influence to uh, try to find Alara, as she has a lot of eyes and ears out there. Uh, and Bazel suggests to Quill that maybe he suggests that to Destiny. 
right? I'm definitely go, maybe maybe well situated to try to do a manhunt. I feel like Giselle should make a, a constitution saving throw. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah. She, she pukes for, after finishing her For like wo- wounded pride. Yeah. 12. 12? Okay. You don't yeah. puke. You almost puke, but you yeah. swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> Graceful enough, I guess. I do a, maybe I should do a um, charisma save. <clears throat> to see if I can I I am I can be made to be a bitch. <laughs> I don't I don't I I would like to roll a uh, charisma against yours then. Yeah. That. I'd like to roll against you with charisma. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Suck it. <laughs> I rolled pretty well. Oh, I rolled not very well. Uh-oh. Is this just a straight up a non charisma? I think modifier uh, with per- probably you could you could probably use a persuasion modifier. Persuasion I, modifier, okay. That's, that's a big careful difference. with your words, my friend. Yeah, eight eighteen. He's a bard. Me. Yeah. Yeah, you you succeed. All right. All right. I an eight. So. Plus ten. I have expertise in persuasion, and then it's a plus four. And proficiency is three, so it's six plus four plus my eight. I rolled a 16, so it was close. <laughs> I, I think I should go talk to Destiny. That's a great idea. <laughs> so I go, I go to Destiny. I'm like, hey, do uh, you want to use TikTok to maybe try to find this uh, Alara? we kind of worried about her. Oh, she, that's right. Or she went missing. That's a bummer. Yeah, she's a nice, she's a nice lady. Uh, she's very nice. You see, when you when, when you go in there, she's spent like three of that gold on more booze. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, she had a, she had kind of a weird out of body experience for the past like three hours of game time. So, um, yeah, she's a uh, yeah, no problem. Let you guys leave. I'll uh, I'll see what the, I'll see what the Agors know. Awesome. Thanks, Destiny. Means a lot. And I just kind of. Are you gonna, are you gonna come back again? Or are you really leaving this time? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I don't know. Uh, I think we're leaving. All right. See you in a few minutes. I like stand there and just kind of like <laughs> look. I think I think we're leaving. Um, well, are we all back in the same room yet? No. Sorry, I, I, I was no. Well, I'm I'm about to leave, but I, I'm just kind of awkwardly like hanging and <laughs> like not ending the conversation with Destiny, and then I I do leave and I come back. Um, so Rick goes when we're all back in the group. He's like, uh, guys, I I know I'm not like the leader type. I mean, like you know, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Anyways, I'd be real interested in this white spire. Just you know the. Something really tickled me about that. That's where I want to go. And more of this nightstone. You, I mean, you guys know the nightstone. I need to get that. I, I, I need it. And then he stops talking. If you need it, <clears throat> I'm in. Let's do it. Rick, I'll lead you there, but I need to know why I'm leading you there. Well, the the nightstone is um. 
Well, I mean, you 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 met my queen, kind kind of, right? You could say I met her through you. That's weird. Um, I owe her things, and let's just say the Nightstone's a real good starting point. And that's kind of, I kind of like look at look at Bazal if that was like enough of a of a of a description of why I need to go there. Bazal has danced around this issue many times. She'll just keep dancing, I guess. <laughs> and then Bazal takes off to the nearest teleportation thing to teleport yep. to the fucking. Nearest will be in and the keep, which you guys are sort of um, using as like an Airbnb right now, but um, <laughs> in the basement of the keep. Yeah, you go back down there. Nothing's really changed. It's it's peaceful down there. The water is a kind of like sea sea green light that kind of bathes the whole cave. You guys are heading. So you're gonna head to the castle, the underground castle behind the dripping caves. That's the plan. Yeah, I think we gotta go. I'm in. <clears throat> Same thing. You guys hop on the four points of the portal and close your eyes, and you open them to find yourself back here. Uh, so so again, you're it's it's kind of like a there's torches lighting lit on the walls. Um, you see that there are like it's like a museum. There are there's a old ballista and trebuchet set up like a, as a display. There's some some kind of dragon bones in the corner. It's a big tall space, stone stone floors. Uh, and you've gathered around this this portal when you arrive. Um, everybody everybody make me a perception check. Nine for Rick. Okay. 16 for Quill. 4 for Bazel. 17 for Theron. Okay, nothing happens. You faintly hear the sound of the Azers pounding away at their anvils. Pounding away at what? Their anvils. They're just back there blacksmithing. Oh, got it. We did this, what they kind of have. That's what they like to do, and it's all they really can do. The way that they're stuck here. I was going to go to the room that um we saw on tiktok yep same <laughs> bizelle stops by the azers first and okay. sort of nods and then leaves yeah they exchange they they exchange brief words with each other and they're like sparking fire language and they kind of just nod at you and go back to their work but yeah this is this is the place this is what you saw um that's that red marble floor um that's Tall pillars that go probably 50 feet up to the vaulted ceilings. Um, currently, there are some lit torches. Can I shoot one of the torches with Ray of Frost to see what happens? Yep. All right, uh, 20 to hit. Okay. Easily hits. Um, it just it doubles the flame. Cool. I do the rest to the other torches in the room. Rick starts just so anyway, just start blasting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rick comes in, you're blasting. Yeah. You uh you extinguish every source of light in the room. There's very, very faint light coming from underneath the doorway. Um, from kind of a blaze of the uh forge. But it's hard to see in here, it's very dark. Except, you know, if you have dark vision. Uh, Bazelle takes out her pocket mirror and hands it to Theron and says, you need this a lot more than I do. <laughs> uh, I just kind of groom my beard a little bit. And, yeah. uh, but okay, well, it's, I 
think it's pretty dark. What time is it right now? It's probably um, you guys didn't have to travel here. You just you just portal over, so it's like early afternoon at this point. Is is it totally dark in there, or there's some more light? Basically, yeah. It's really very hard to see anything. For you, okay. You should sleep. And do I remember if there's anything else to initiate a shadow crossing? If the three things were the darkness, the reflective surface, and the presence, the lingering presence of death. I mean, do I get the sense that the the crypt, like this place, would fulfill? You look around. There's there's a couple. Uh, there's two sarcophagi there by the throne. Lay in there. Okay. <laughs> so I'll pr- I'll probably like walk over there with the mirror and don't open the bottom one. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> what was that, that? That was a trap that I fucked up the first time. Oh, don't, okay. Don't re- don't stuck, re- fuck right? it up. Yeah. <laughs> you Thank take you. A, use the mirror to take like selfies of the you and the <laughs> you and the crypt like. Uh, <laughs> Well, I opened the one that's not a trap. <laughs> They've both been opened, I believe. So the traps have already been triggered. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so do, do I see the remains? Uh, yeah, they're still in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he opens the sarcophagus, I cast Minor Illusion, and I make it look like a ghost comes out. <laughs> Just to oh, shit. Just oh, to shit. <laughs> Just, tr- just trying to scare people. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing since nothing is happening that we, this doesn't, the sarcophagi and the remains aren't. Describe me what you're doing. You're, you're standing next to the sarcophagus. It's very dark in here. And what else? Yeah, I, I was just thinking that all three of the what criteria is- would be fulfilled if I was standing next to the remains with the mirror. Bizelle thinks back to the TikTok video to try and think if there's something we're not doing that that person did before the ghost showed up. In, in the video, this lady, uh, she had been looking in her recording device, so looking at herself while she was taking her video, and it looked like she saw a ghost suddenly, and then she reached out towards it. Okay. So I'll just start looking in the mirror and kind of looking around while gazing through the mirror. Yeah. Um, you're kind of squinting to see. Your, your your eyes are starting to adjust in the darkness. And looking at the mirror, at the remains, it's creepy, but it doesn't. Nothing special happens. Um, you're about to kind of hand it off, and then you catch your own reflection in the mirror, and you realize that it's not moving with you. Your reflection. Weird. It's kind of just looking. You're in your reflection. It's just looking straight back at you. And there is. You look a little different. It's like you're, there's kind of like a mean, sharp, mean edge to your eyes. And almost like a hint of an evil smile. Mm. And it just stares at you. If I move, if I move a little bit to the right, um, are there two images of me? Just the one, and it doesn't move when you move. Okay. Looking back at you. So I try to like touch my own face. Okay. Yeah, when you reach, you feel your hand kind of pull towards the, the mirror, and then it like 
uh, unbelievably it dips through like surface tension of water. So you're, you're kind of holding it there. You feel like you could push through. Okay, I try I try doing that. So the rest of you there and vanishes. No shit. The mirror um, clatters to the ground. Did it, is it a, did it survive the fall to the ground? Um, let me. Should have thought of that. Alright, <laughs> roll. Uh, I'm just gonna roll a d20. Yeah, seventeen. Luckily, it lands on something soft, a bit of carpet underneath the sarcophagus, perhaps. Doesn't break. Um, Rick walks over to it, laying on the ground, and looks uh, at the mirror. Is all those at the same time? Tries to touch it. Yep. For each of you, you see like kind of a meaner, almost an evil version of yourself in the mirror. For Bazell, instead of your winning smile, it's like a kind of like a cocky grin. Does Rick look the <laughs> same? <laughs> Bazell's smile is cocky <laughs> in the mirror. Sad. Uh, assuming you guys don't touch it, you um, yep, you feel yourself pulled through this mirror uh when you come to you're just you're you're in a darker you're in a it's a dark place um it's kind of uh earthy smelling there are some bioluminescent mushrooms on the ground around you you kind of everyone except rick because this is it's interesting that this is the case but in you're in the shadow fell there's kind of like an over an overhanging sense of dread or anxiety that everyone just has to deal with. You just feel it just because there's so much bad going on there. But I think Rick gets off scot free with that because he doesn't he's not capable of feeling <laughs> those. Rick's look. golden. Yeah. It's so all dandy. Just, yeah, the rest of you are kind of kind of spooked, I guess. And um yeah, you're in this cave. Whoa. What happened, guys? That was <laughs> that was wild. I like looked at myself. I did it, and now I'm here. I feel awful. Yeah, you should. You should. I feel pretty great. You should get that checked out. Yeah, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. Um, what happened to our positive attitude? <laughs> Does Bazell think that she's in spore depths? That would be a reasonable uh, assumption. Yes, you you you've seen all of these places, and it's kind of like it was like a drawing to you when she was telling the story. But you're in you're in a you feel like you're in the shadow film, and um, you're in a cave with these same bioluminescent mushrooms that you remember from the story. I will say the color is kind of faded from them. They're not like super bright. This isn't like Avatar colorful mushroom forest it's like uh you can tell they're supposed to be really bright but it's something about the area you're in the shadowfell it just kind of drains color you all look a little bit more ashen gray it's just less color Brazil's hair isn't quite as as orange orangish red it usually is Claren's beard is still white i'm gonna try to pick some of the mushrooms okay sure do we do we know what the mushrooms do and are didn't we discuss this during the... They were food, right? They are used as a yep, as a source of food for the survivors 
in the swamp. I think it was mentioned at some point they are not, you know, they they, they have other effects too, not necessarily just food. Oh, nine. Are you, what are you doing? Are you investigating them? Uh, yeah, so that would probably be, so a 10. A 10? Yep. With a 10, they're, um, you notice that there, there are distinct colors. They're pretty much all colors of the rainbow. Um, there are also some that are black, white, and gray. So there's about 10, diff 10 different colors of them. And some some of them are kind of like fuzzy. Some are kind of slick. I'm going to try, try to harvest them, like some. Sure. Yeah, I think you can just you can just pick them up. OK, I'm picking some, picking some up. You try to get one of every color, or what's, what's your tack here? Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Every color of the rainbow. Mushroom. Plus black, white, and gray. Yeah. A bouquet of mushrooms. Looking around this cave, there's um, the villagers. This, there's evidence of the collapse. Because at one point, this cave had it suffered an earthquake and collapsed. Um, and then there were efforts to reopen it because they wanted to be able to get at their mushrooms. So you see that there's kind of a secondary effort to open some new tunnels. Yeah, but it leads out. Uh, it leads out to the um, what looks like night sky, and there's like a pretty dense fog out there that's rolling into the mouth of the cave. But otherwise, in here it feels warmer and kind of damp and earthy. How far away is Denny's? <laughs> so looking at the map. Great question. Yeah, I'm gonna so I'm gonna lay, lay down some ground rules for the Shadowfell. So this is an extremely dangerous and very like wild and untamed place except for where the settlers have managed to carve out a living. So traveling between places, you will have a random encounter. It might, it not necessarily as combat, it might be combat. Um, it could be good or bad. Um, you'll roll a d20 for that, one of you will, to see what to see what you run into out in the wild uh, as you go from a place to another place. If you stay on a road, because there are some roads on the map, you'll just, you'll, you won't necessarily have an encounter. You still have to roll for that. Because the roads are a little, you know, a little bit more carved out. But it'd be a decent track from here to Denny's. You have to walk. <clears throat> you have to off-road it um, to the northeast. Because Denny's is is a B and B too, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just a trading post. Yeah, it should be. It should be having its grand opening like right now. <laughs> Because that almost finished before the end of the game. Yeah, we're also. It looks like we are close to the trader's rest. Is that where the is that where an obelisk is? Is that what that? I don't remember. I love that Rick, Rick is asking about an obelisk again. They are. Um, that was erected by the by. I think both camps actually kind of got together to memorialize. That's right. The traders that were killed. Yeah. Well, I'm up for exploring anywhere. If you want to start closer or go all the way to Denny's. Denny's does have the deck of many things. I say out of character, because I don't think Rick would know that. But that's always interesting. You all, yeah, you all know that, right? That, that came out during the story, so. All right. I think he had trouble getting people to pull on it, because they had enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he... That's why he uh, branched out into the scotch and 
breakfast business. What what is the deck of all things again? It's a magical item that's um, you. If he lets you, you have to teach him a riddle he has never heard before. Remember that's part of his thing. Uh, but you can pull from the deck. You just pull. You, you say how many cards you want to pull ahead of time, and you have to pull that many cards. It has to be um, in that order too. Yep, and things will happen. They can be like really good, good or bad, or really bad. They're, they're all pretty life changing. Wow. So this is a recurrent thing in D and D. It's like so, a well known magical item. In oh, okay. canon, okay. it is supposedly in every campaign, just whether you get it or not. Uh, oh, okay. Up to the DM. I kind of have to put it in there because it can just totally. But I, I think it's cool because it can just totally. It can ruin it. everything. Yeah. And yeah. it can also blow, like, it can also make us very strong and ruin it from the DM's perspective, too. I don't mind you guys getting stronger. That's, that's yeah. cool. That's cool with me. How many cards are there? Are there 52? No, there's, like, 20. No. Yeah. Um, and, but, yeah, there's, there's one that's, like, you know, you're, you vanish, and you're still We have to find you. A portal somewhere, or, like, a gemstone or something somewhere, and it's, you so drawing, you, you probably should roll the carries for a while at least. So like <laughs> drawing, tw- saying you're gonna draw 27 cards probably isn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, don't do no. that. Don't okay. do that. All right, because <laughs> you'll 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 get every card, and it goes in order, so you won't get to all of the cards likely. I'll vanish before I get to. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Well, since I heard about Denny, I have wanted to meet him. Let's so. uh, let's go meet Denny. Let's go, go meet, meet Denny. Denny. That, that man let's owes me a favor. I I created him. <laughs> I I know I created him, right? Like we we learned that, correct? Like uh, Rick yeah. himself knows he yeah. created Denny, right? Yeah, you created Denny. Yeah, like cool. Like totally wasting another goblin. And yeah, <laughs> you, you created him. I'll just tell you the mechanic because it's not that interesting. Um, you just whenever you whenever you overkill something by three times your level is what I decided. Okay. So like if, if it if only I happened died. when I critted them basically because it took a lot of damage. <laughs> crit. I think I think one of them wasn't a crit. The goblin just had like one hit point left, and you were like level two. And you just blasted them for damage. Sure. So that that's more than six, right? Yeah. 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 So Sweet. You, guys, you guys are planning on Let's head to Denny's. You're gonna you're gonna off road if you do that. Yep, we're aware of dying potential now. <laughs> I assume Nestor's post would be like a halfway point. That would be pretty safe. Most of yeah, the like that's where the trainers lived, right? That is where the um, the elderly hawk trainers have kind of made a little a little outpost there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and if they've been able to survive, come on. Yeah, we'll head to. Nestor's post and then Denny's. So I'm gonna need an encounter roll since you're offering it from anybody. Just a, a D20. Rolling low is bad. All right, I'll roll it. It's rolling it. I just got a. Oh. oh, I just rolled one. <laughs> Take what you uh, want. I I got a four. Yeah. I got a nat twenty, but. <laughs> I don't know. We said that Rick was going to roll it, so I don't know if it counts. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hang on a second. I just ruined a nat 20. No! 
You only get so many of those. So as you are walking, so you you um you you're walking through really dense fog. This fog is like oppressively dense. Like it's almost it's almost a little hard to breathe. Um, it's definitely hard to see, but uh, you can kind of make your way. Passed by a couple of those cypress trees, the ones that haven't been picked clean. Um, lots of like really tall mushrooms, like tree-sized mushrooms. Um, and before you get to the nester's post, uh, you hear um, a snapping of twigs and a growling sound. Um, and everyone, go ahead and roll initiatives. Oh, I got plus two initiative. What? And that didn't help. A five for Rick. Nine for Thurn. Fifteen for Quill. Sixteen for Bazal. So how are you? Um, how are you walking? I would think I would probably be leading the way. With the uh... Bazal keeps trying to sneak in front of him. <laughs> I would have my pull of collapsing extended and be like. Knocking brush out of the way. I would be at the end because I keep getting distracted by examining things along the way. Bruh, is that a dragon on this fucking screen I see here? <laughs> Told you this place is bad news, man. Oh jeez. There's I, a. <laughs> oh, I'm not. God. I'm not ready for a dragon. <laughs> As you're walking through uh, the swamp, poking your way through felled trees and. Uh, nasty brackish water. Um, this fog makes it really hard to see anything. But you hear the sound and look, look in that direction. You see two like huge dark yellow eyes open up and look towards you. And then kind of like a puff of uh, like a loud breath um, that clears out almost all the fog around you. It's a really powerful snort. Uh, and yeah, it's a, a uh, <laughs> dragon. Oh, shit. Which <laughs> is sleeping in this area. Um, kind of looks at you and starts to starts to stand up um, and lets out a huge like guttural roar, which clears out most of the fog that that's left. Um, the dragon's like it's like made of it's like it's rotting somewhat. Like there's mushrooms growing on and like through its its carapace, it's just like kind of weeping like poisonous bile from these mushrooms. And yeah, the roll initiative. First up is actually Brazil. Yeah, this one was kind of a rough roll on my encounter table. <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, you're fully rested, right? It should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Bazel stands up to her full height uh, and kind of assesses the situation and uh, tilts her head to the side. Uh, and you see her skin start to glow and, and that ashen hue of the the shadow fell momentarily disappear. Uh, and she grants you all eight uh, temporary hit points, uh, mm -hmm. including herself. And then she uh, cast aid. Uh, and she can cast it on all three of you. Uh, and so your maximum hit points and current hit points both increase by another five. Nice. So you guys will have each will have five temp hit points, and you also have five other hit points that also increased. Oh, it's eight temp, eight temp Oh, eight temp hit points. It is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It used to be five with the other one. 
And I th think that that's all she's going to do. So plus five current hit points and then plus eight temporary? Yep. So you should have 13 extra, five of which are like more permanent than the temp ones because they'll last until that spell ends, right? Mm hmm. Cool. Nice. It's a good turn. Are you going to move it all? How long does the spell last? Yes. Uh, the spell lasts like an hour. So, so until we die. Oh, okay. Well, that's optimistic. Great uh, confidence in this. Position herself actually over here. Here. Okay. Uh, well, cool up. All right. I'm going to. Uh, so I can't really see how far away I am. It's about 40 feet. About 40 feet to yep. the guy. Yep. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go to 35 feet. I'm going to use my spear. Okay. Make an attack. To attack. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm just going to do that. Let's go. Do it, man. Balls me. Oh, God. So this is a 13. Okay. So for 13, your spear collides with him, but you, you, you don't, you don't catch any flesh. You just like get, you get a bit of mushroom. Yeah, you just whack off. Okay. I attack twice instead of once, so I'm going to attack again. All right. So this is a 16. Again, I miss. Yep. Okay. Yep. That time you just get a piece of like hard dragon scale. Okay. Flex your spear. All right. <laughs> That's my turn. Yeah, I did it. He is going to flap his wings, which just sounds like swamp water everywhere and like mushroom spores and nasty shit. Uh, he takes off. Uh, he takes off. Uh, I can. He's going to fly towards the other three. Okay. I'm going to use a reaction to mm -hmm. attack him. Opportunity attack. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Brutal. I'm not going to hit him. Uh, this is the. Okay. 13. Okay. Yeah, despite 12 to hit, 12 to hit. So, yeah. Okay. Despite his kind of decrepit looking appearance, he's shockingly fast as he takes off. Um, takes to the skies and flies towards the this big felled tree behind Theron and Rick. He crashes on that and it just sends like splinters everywhere uh, and exhales a just like a huge wave of poisonous bile towards. He can get Rick and Theron with this. So, that's what he's going to try to do. You guys are both making a dex save. I'm not super dexterous. Uh, 14 to save. Ooh, that doesn't. Okay. Um, dex save. 16. Nice. Okay. You guys both managed to duck or get behind, get partially covered behind a big mushroom or a tree stump. So you're going to take half this damage. Um, 11d8. So hang on a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, one one second. Yes. Remind me how can I call like reaction shield right now? It wouldn't apply here because you're not being attacked. You're, you're making a save. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. But in general, for reactions, like, do I have to say anything before them, or is it just one reaction in between you a rotation? For full round of combat. Right. Right. So I can just use it whenever. You can do whatever. 
Okay. Like the trigger comes up. Usually there's some kind of trigger. Like you get attacks and you can use shield. Right. Like, like but this isn't this isn't things. considered an attack, so I can't yeah, he's just it. this is his breath weapon, which he doesn't get back right away. He has to recharge it. It would have been fifty acid poison damage. Uh, so it's twenty five for both of you because he saved. Wow, that's good because I would have died. <laughs> uh, I would have squeaked by with only because of the bard. Okay. Okay, so minus 25. Yep. Dragon Breath, they have to recharge. At the start of his turn, I'm going to roll a d6. If he gets a 5 or a 6, he gets it back. Got it. Alright, and you said it's my turn? Yep. Okay, so... Man. What to do? Do I get the sense that Quill can... (laughs) If the dragon stays there, Quill can get there on a turn? Um... Probably not. Okay. Uh, you get that sense. Oh, I okay. Sense. I think you get that <laughs> sense that you that he could probably get there. <laughs> yeah. How how far how far is it? <laughs> you Seventy feet. Seventy feet. Yeah. I got it. I'm gonna cast haste on Quill. Oh, such a good spell, man. If Quill is willing. I'm super willing. Okay. So willing. The mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. And... <laughs> the flesh is weak. <laughs> weak and bruised, isn't it? Yes, weak and bruised. Thank you. It's like, or, uh... All right, so your speed is doubled. You get a plus two bonus to AC. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws. Uh, you get an additional action on each turn. That action can be used only to take attack. One weapon, attack only, dash, disengage, hide, or... Wow. When the spell ends, the target can't move. That's the only crappy part. When the spell ends, the target can't move or take actions until its next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over it. The duration's one minute. Which isn't very long either, but... That's like ten rounds. That's like... Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's longer than I thought it would... You can only do one concentration spell at, at a time, and if you take damage, you might you might lose focus. But we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. I'm a warcaster, so I actually get advantage. Oh, that's sweet. On nice. a concentration. That's really good. Save. That's really that's really good. So are you going to move at all, or is that? Uh, I'd probably back away. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. He's just going to fly somewhere. Can I move? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> is there a difficult terrain in, on this area? Like, if I go through the water or anything? I think it's or, it's like or, no, it's not that bad. Okay. It's like, you splash them on that, like up to your your feet. I'm just gonna go over here for some reason. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rick. All right, I'm gonna cast as a third level spell a suggestion. Um, so the dragon has to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm assuming I'm within 30 feet, right? You are, definitely. So wisdom save. He has plus zero to wisdom. I'll roll that d20 in front of you guys. Got an eight? You failed? Yes. All right. On a successful, uh, meaning doesn't pass, the, uh, creature 
must listen to my suggestion and, and it has to be reasonable so I can't tell it to like immolate itself for example um, and it can only be like a sentence or two so I'm gonna tell it to fly us to Denny's and then let us be Whoa. <laughs> nice awesome fucking right <laughs> let me make sure he's um, yeah, so let's make sure that this works on him, because i that's something I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it's going to, but it's... So it says it, it says creatures that can't be charmed, um, it will have no effect on, or if they're immune to this effect for some other reason. So the question, I think, is can a dragon be charmed? And I think they can. Sure. I don't know. He is a young... I'm using a stat block. He's for a young black dragon. So he's not like he's not like an adult or an ancient dragon. So they're probably immune to it, I would guess. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, cool. He <laughs> combat ends, and um, he kind of just like goes up to each of you one by one. Oh yeah, it says the <laughs> creatures know. Uh, apparently, it speaks common as well. It does. I, I just, I yeah. So it understood me. Yeah, well, I guess he speaks common. He's like, oh, you guys want to go to the grand opening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're trying to get ourselves some grand slams over at Denny's. Oh, man, you want us to hook you up with some? He says, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like covering the nasty, gross uh, fungus and shit. I'm um, also like nearly dead while talking to him. <laughs> like, I can't believe suggestion worked. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to see any reason why. First of all, this is a really cool thing, so I just kind of want it to happen. <laughs> but second of all, I, I don't see a reason why it shouldn't work, which is kind of surprising me. Yeah, so you guys hop on? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Vizel's not excited about it, but Nate Jung is excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jump on this dragon's back. Theron yeah. stoked. Not the biggest dragon in the world, he's a young dragon. Um, but uh, you managed to hold on to some some scales that are peeling off or rotted with fungus. And he flies you over, so I guess you you get kind of a bird's eye view. You soar over the nester's post. Uh, when that happens, the the birds all sort of um, they're almost his size, not quite. They're pretty big. They all kind of like take to the skies. Scramble the jets. Yeah, scramble. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, but he's flying high enough, they, they leave no, there's no skirmish there. You come to a crash landing, basically. He's probably never had people ride him before, so he just kind of lands like he normally lands um, on the little island that Denise is on. Your instruction was to fly you there and then leave us alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool, so you can, uh, go, you can go about his, about his uh, merry weather way. Vizella gets off. And starts walking towards the front of Desi Denny's and gives the dragon like a little hand wave <laughs> and just doesn't look back, just assumes that the dragon will fly away. Yep. People are people are like pulled up inside Denny's like like freaking out right now. Dragon <laughs> <laughs> shows up and drops the guys off. Uh what a what a grand entrance. Yeah, he's like, uh, all right, sweet guys. See you later. And he just flies off. He's gone. So you see there's a kind of a hastily painted sign that says grand opening over Denny's 
it's like a really cheesy building um, that's totally out of place in this in this environment. Um, there are uh, palm trees um, that look really unhealthy, like they're not doing well at all. <laughs> uh, this is like a sunless swamp, but clearly the owner was going for a certain aesthetic. Was it so? No one's outside right now. You said they're all inside Denny's. They all like packed up into the they packed into the restaurant when they saw the dragon coming. I guess I also sort of taking the lead of Bazell um, and kind of start walking towards Denny's as if I own the place, kind of, kind of like a badass. I feel pretty cool right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Bazell walks in and starts trying to see who is there. Like she starts trying to clock who the patrons are. Yeah. So this would be your first time meeting anyone as part of this community. You kind of glance around, they, they look kind of shook at what just happened, uh, but but relieved, relieved, certainly, that the dragon flew away right away. And um, they're kind of just eyeing you, like, who are these people who just went on uh, um, this dragon, Fungoxus, that we're all, like, aware of. Like, they, they know they know this thing exists in the swamp. They look maybe a little malnourished, kind of gaunt. You see a, uh, a purple-skinned goblin pokes his head up from behind the bar, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Did, did, is it gone? Did it leave? And I, I'm, hey, Daddy, you you know me, right? Right? Mm, no, but I, I never met a tiefling I didn't like. The name's Denny. Daddy, I, I made you, my man. I made you. Me. Anyways. <laughs> he looks deeply confused by the statement. Sorry, sorry about the dragon. Uh, he he was listening to me. He we rode uh, we rode him here. We we heard about the grand opening. We had to come. Yeah, you certainly know how to make an entrance. For fuck's sake. Well, they don't call me Rick Danger for nothing. Did he do this to the palm trees? He goes outside and tries to save the palm trees. I should have gotten fake ones. This is stupid. <laughs> so so how's how's the opening weekend going? Well, it's going great. Uh, until a few minutes ago, but uh, hey, everyone, let's just uh, let's just resume. He kind of gets people going again. Um, he's got a couple like staff hands that will uh, uh, start serving some drinks, and he's got his own uh, scotch, a homebrew scotch <laughs> that he's <laughs> that he's put together in one year somehow. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's handing it out. People are happy to have something like that. Because there's just not a lot of fun stuff anymore for these people. Does so, anyone in the crowd look important? Because I would like to do a perception check, I guess, or yeah, I guess fine. an investigation, whatever you think is more appropriate. Um, yeah, perception's fine. Okay, twelve. Okay, uh, there's a group of there's a group of people that are kind of wearing similar clothes that stand out, that are clustered in one one booth. How many people are there in the bar, and how many people in that cluster? It's not super packed. There's probably, I'll say about 20 people made it from, mostly from the main town, would have came to this. And then this smaller group of people at a booth, they're all kind of just watching. They're not drinking. They're just like watching everybody. There's, let's say there's about six of them. They're wearing kind of plain robes, but it's just all the robes are the same. Vizelle walks to the middle and uh, using her grand entrance is going to start playing her bass harp. 
and <laughs> does a performance for the bar. Sweet. Do you want me to roll anything? Yeah, for sure. 14. Okay. Um, yeah, these people haven't heard music in a pretty long time. Um, it's uh, they liven up. You don't like bring the house down, but people kind of start chatting amongst themselves a little more, and the mood is lighter. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I ain't paying for that. I didn't. I, I didn't ask yeah. for that. So that was my. Bazel uh, just turns to him and says, "Oh, you'll pay for it. It's okay. This is her enthralling performance, uh, and so uh, she can get up to four people uh, that have to make a wisdom save." against my spell save. So three of the people at the booth, all wearing the same clothes, and the goblin need to make spell saves. Is this like a hostile thing? Are they, are they going to be freaked out by you doing this? Or uh, No. So if they succeed, then they don't know that I tried to uh, enthrall them. But if they fail, then they are enthralled. Cool. I like that. All right. So yeah. what kind of save are they making? Wisdom. Okay. Then he's got some street smarts to him, so he's got a plus three to wisdom. We'll do him first. Uh, he got a nineteen. I think he's that's going to pass. Okay. He just says that's some that's some really nice music. And then the other three, I'm gonna say a plus zero. Twelve, thirteen, fifteen. Uh fail, fail, pass. Okay. So two members of the parish seated at this at this booth. I have it written down that they idolize me. I can't imagine that that's actually what the verbiage is in the actual spell. Let me see what the actual verbiage is. That's what I have written down. Story. Yeah. <laughs> that just might be... <laughs> A bazelle-focused summary of why we would use the spell. No. Uh, while charmed in this way, the, the target idolizes you. <laughs> Oh, all right. Speaks glowingly of you to anyone who speaks to it, uh, and it hinders anyone who opposes me. Uh, it avoids violence unless it is inclined to fight for me anyway. Effect ends in an hour. If it sees me attack one of its allies, or if it gets attacked, uh, then they know. Okay. Um, so, so basically, those two are charmed by me, and it then they idolize me. Two of the parish, they like chatting with each other, excited after you play the bass. Um, they're kind of pointing at the instrument. The younger of those two comes like running over. She's she's pretty small. Um, she looks like she's a human. She's got really short cut blonde hair, and she's probably like barely five feet tall. Looks very excited. Uh, comes over and just like says, "I've never heard. I've never heard anything like that. Like, what is that instrument?" Oh, it's it's a bass harp. It's so it's so funky and low volume. I love <laughs> it. And she just sort of Vazelle introduces the rest of her party and just asks, "What are you uh, What are you guys doing up here at Denny's for the the opening?" First of all, my name's Mid, and uh, I'm the youngest of the parish, and I'm really excited that we decided to come out here. You know, you know, don't tell anyone I said this, but some of the other folks in the parish were about to leave the whole area behind, and we kind of convinced them to. You know, it's our mission to to document history, and we stayed put. We're here at Denny's because it's kind of a neutral ground. Uh, I don't know how much you know. You guys are new. I don't recognize you. 
Yeah, Nib, uh, we are a little new. Uh, I was going to ask you uh, to maybe give me a summary of that history that you've been keeping so diligently. Um, and if you can multitask, if you could just put your name right here, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, happily scribbles. Actually, it's really nice. It's very like pretty calligraphy when she writes her name and your and your book faces. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of history. Like, what do you want to know? Uh, well, you know, is anyone trying to move back to the to the White Spire? I guess would be the first question I'd ask. I have not heard anyone say as much. That place, uh, you know, we came upon these survivors after they left. From what they tell me, it sounds like it's pretty much crawling with monsters at this point. And and where is that spire? Is there a way to get those monsters out, Nib? I mean, you could try by force. That's that's pretty much how I would imagine that would go down. What do you think it would take? Uh, an army. Again, I didn't see it. I just heard about it. A lot of people died. Uh, Nib, what about the, the more recent events? It seems like there's kind of, you know, I've heard, even I've heard about the, the disagreements between the peoples. Hopefully that's settled down by now, right? Oh, no, I wouldn't say so. Part of the reason why we in the parish came out here to Denny's was to sort of maintain a neutral appearance um, because we don't want to be involved in this. Uh, but yeah, there are certainly two major camps. Um, I would tell you the folks over at Whitehaven, that's the larger city in the middle of the, um, closer to the volcano. Um, I don't know if you saw that when you were flying here. Um, they seem content to, they're a little more laid back. They're surviving, and I think that they want to make a permanent residence out of it. I would say that the Kugarak Enclave, that's the other camp, they, I think they have site, they have their sights set on White Spire at some point. So the Cougar Rock Enclave would try to, would try to go back. I bet they would, yeah. But not right now. I mean, how would they do that? Do you think they'd need help from Whitehaven to amass the force necessary to kick the beasts out? They would need that and much more. Other than you, who's trying to stay neutral, is, is anyone else trying to stay neutral? Or There's a couple other parties. Uh, that I'm aware of. This is a really good person for you to ask. <laughs> you're literally backing up the history. Yeah, you know, there's there's kind of like a vagabond group of uh, of evil hunters. They're not evil. They hunt evil. You know, they they're sort of part of a pack. If you if you catch my drift, they came about after that after that white wolf sort of made his presence known. So they're they're on about. Did she just imply that there are werewolves running around? Because that's fucking awesome. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Good guys too. It sounds like they they are their hunts. Their prey is the evil in the swamp. Okay. And there's us and there's Denny. That's pretty much yeah. Nobody else that might be willing to take back White Spire with us. Mm -mm. And you know, I think it's kind of a long term goal for the Cougars, but that's my guess. That's what I think. That's what they're angling towards. Who are the leaders of Whitehaven and Cougar Rock? The Whitehaven folks kind of have an kind of have an interesting. They have this. This is gonna sound crazy, but they have something called a swamp a that happens every six months. 
and the, the 15 best competitors of that sort of run the, uh, you know, they form a council and they make decisions for, for the city. And Cougar Rock? Cougar Rock, um, there's one, you're going to have a hard time meeting with them. They're a little bit more reclusive these days, but there is one uh, young woman who calls herself Eliana Stormsong, who has kind of taken over the reins for them. What is this Miss Stormstrong like? He is fierce, very focused, doesn't like to bother much with things like the Swampathon. But she's focused on taking back White Spire. That's my guess. Again, I, I haven't heard anybody say that. Would you like to play my bass harp for a moment? I need to. Uh... I would love that. Oh, here you go. <laughs> And yeah. she hands her the bass harp and turns around to talk to her, the rest of her Bazelle's gals. <laughs> she, she plucks away at her, and I guess I'll have her do a performance check. God, if she fucking crits and plays better than Bazelle, it'd be it's so good. Uh, she got 15. Okay. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Doing good. She plays that like opening riff from Seven Nation Army. <laughs> so Bazelle starts talking to the the gals and she has formulated half of a plan that she would like to relate to the gals. Uh, so Bazelle thinks that what it's going to take to get these people back home and make uh, the biggest name for herself and to get more access to the White Spire, which I think is Rick's goal as well, is going to be to uh, unite the two factions into a common goal. Uh, I think we're also going to need help from the uh, werewolves and potentially the Grum, maybe. I think the way to do that is to convince Stormsong that by uniting it will accomplish her goal faster. I think that it's important that we remain neutral as a party. So I would first talk to the werewolves as best we can uh, so that we're not fighting an uphill social battle with the other of the two factions um, because so far we've lucked into remaining neutral and then I think we're going to have to win the Swampathon to get enough political sway to move Whitehaven in that direction as well that sounds, sounds like a smart plan does anyone have any additional thoughts? Does anybody think that that's, is there a better way to do it? A fast way to do it could be getting lucky with the deck of many things and getting the wish spell. But, uh, you know, other than, than that, I don't, I don't think so. That would work perfectly. You just say, I wish all these people would work together.